0: Welcome to Light Your Leadership Talks or Lil Talks. Every week, we bring you informal chats with leaders and leadership experts from around the globe. Your host is Lisa Anna Palmer, author of the international best-selling book, Light a Fire in Their Hearts, The Truth About Leadership. Listen in so that you too can stay informed about the latest wise practices that set great leaders apart.
1: Topic is about women stepping into their leadership with guest Molly K. Gimmel. Molly is the co founder and chief executive officer of Design to Delivery, Inc., an award winning firm that provides program and acquisition management support services to the United States federal government agencies. Before co founding D2D, Inc. in 2001, she spent eight years working in the government practices of three of the big five accounting and consulting firms. D2D Inc. appeared four times in the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing privately held companies in the U.S. from 2014 through 2017. That's amazing. D2D yeah. Inc. was ranked number 32 on the Women Presidents Organizations list of fastest growing women owned companies in 2016. In 2021, Molly founded the Villamo Leadership Institute to help women master their leadership mindsets and put into practice the lessons learned to be more effective leaders. She's been a member of the National Association of Women Business Owners since 2002. She served on the board of directors for six years, including one year as chair. She is also the past president and president emeritus of the NABO Greater DC Chapter and has served in several other leadership roles within the organization. So a true community leader through and through. She currently serves as a delegate on the U.S. delegation of the W20-G20 Working Group Focused on Women's Issues. She also currently serves on the board of the Women in Business Initiative for George Mason University. She has a graduate certificate in leadership from the UC Davis Graduate School of Management. In addition to all that, Molly will launch her book, and it's called Master Your Mindset, How Women Leaders Step Up. It's a great honor to have you here on Little Talks. So welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Excellent. And thank you to Julianne Castell uh, who, uh, who introduced us. But let's dive into your latest achievement. Let's, let's focus in on the book because as, as sure. you know, Little Talks is all about leadership and we celebrate women leaders and uh, it's such an important topic. So if you could tell us a little bit more about Master Your Mindset, how women leaders step up.
2: Sure, I would love to. Um, so the book came out of my interest in leadership that I mostly gained through my experience working with NABO, the National Association of Women Business Owners. I spent years in multiple different leadership positions within the organization here in the I'm in the DC area as well as at the national level. And one thing that really interests me, because it is a mostly volunteer organization, um, it does have a full-time staff but all of the local chapters are run by volunteers. A lot of the members volunteer on various national committees as well and the national board of course, is just what a difference leadership makes in terms of the success of a chapter or a committee or whatever. Um, We would see chapters, we have 50 some chapters across the country and we would see chapters that were growing and thriving and doing fantastic things. And then a few years later they were struggling or vice versa. They were struggling and a few years later were had come back to life and were blossoming. And when you looked at the reason behind that, it was almost always leadership. Um, whoever was the chapter president who, who had the vision, who um, was in charge for that year or two year period, um, made a huge difference in the success and the health of, of the chapters. And so that really got me interested in what makes an effective leader. Mm-hmm. And so when I my term on the national board ended in 2020. And so I decided to write the book. Um, And it's all about developing that leadership mindset. So it's about um, connecting with yourself as a leader. Because a lot of women especially don't think of themselves as leaders, even though they are. And so it's getting it in your head that you are a leader and developing the mindsets necessary to be a good leader, and then also connecting with the folks, the people that you lead Mm -hmm. um, in order to be a more effective leader. And that's Mm -hmm. what the book is about. So i identified 13 different mindsets, um, each in those two areas, connecting with yourself and connecting with those you lead. And then I interviewed about 30 different women who are leaders in their industries, all different industries across the country. And I gave them the list of mindsets and said, pick two or three that have been meaningful to you in your leadership experiences. And let's talk about them and share any insights or any stories that you have that might relate to those mindsets. And so each chapter of the book is a mindset, one of the mindset areas, and it incorporates, you know, a discussion of what that mindset is, my personal experiences having to do with that mindset, as well as um, I bring in the stories and the insights that the women who I interviewed shared.
1: It sounds like there's a chock full of wisdom in, in this book and uh, it'll be very important for for women leaders to, to get a copy because, first of all, I, I really love your title in that you're saying how women leaders step up because that's what it feels like when we're women leaders. Yeah. It's like stepping up, stepping into it. Owning it in my own personal journey. uh, So I've been in business since 2011 on my own, and I was sole proprietor. And I never called myself president or CEO or anything like that. I was like principal, you know. Or and uh, and then finally, I I guess you know, a few years ago, I said, you know what? I I think I've worked hard, so let me step into it. You know, and now it's like, okay, I got to own the fact that I'm I'm creating this organization and this firm. And it's the same thing when you when you're working internally, right? Is owning that we are leaders as women, right, Uh, it might Mm -hmm. look different. And it could be even better than a lot of the traditional models. So I I love that you use that word step up. That's, that's wonderful. So, um, you know, just a couple of questions in terms of and and you've touched on it in terms of the the Mm -hmm. key mindsets and and the 13 uh, Mm -hmm. uh, things that you identify. Now, if you were to kind of pull out, what are some of the key messages, like three to five key messages that you really want uh, women who are listening to this today to take away with them um, and and implement? What what would those be? Sure. Well, I guess um, what would be, well, the first one is about connection Mm -hmm.
2: is that leadership is about connection. It's about connecting with yourself and it's about connecting with others because really, you know, leadership isn't about a position. It's not about a job title I mean, yes, leadership comes with some job titles, but anybody can be a leader regardless of what their job title is or their position is. And so it's really about connecting with yourself and with others. And because you can't really lead someone who doesn't feel connected to you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that includes yourself. Right. So the importance of connection, I think, is is a key message of the book. But then um, within both of the two parts of the book, the connecting with yourself and the connecting with others, there's a few different mindsets that I think are more important than the others. Mm. So for example, the connecting with yourself section, chapter one, which I think is the most important of them all is um, mastering your mental chatter. Mm. You know, we all have this voice inside oh, our yes, head. We, we do voice. It's <laughs> Chattering away all day long, 24 seven. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and that voice, what it's saying to you has a huge effect on how you see yourself, your mood, um, what you can get accomplished, pretty much every aspect of your life. Mm. And so it's so important to, one, figure out what your voice is saying to you. Mm -hmm. um, Two, if it's being negative, because here's the thing about that voice. It's not, you know, words from on high, (laughs) you know, that it's saying what it's doing is just repeating what it's heard.
1: Right. What it's heard you
2: say, what it's heard other people say, like
1: programming.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's the term brainwashing. You know, yeah. when you when you hear something over and over and over again, you you believe it. That's what right. brainwashing. So say you, when you were a kid, you were bullied, and your classmates you always told you how stupid you were, or something mm-hmm. like that. Your voice heard that and tells you that now that oh you're stupid, you can't do this, whatever it is. Or yeah. if your parents were really critical, oh you're not good enough, it has to be perfect, whatever the voice remembers that. And even if it was decades ago, it still remembers that. And it just still says that. So just because your voice is saying something to you doesn't mean that it's good or right or true right. or any of that. So first I, you have to identify what your voice is saying to you. If it's not positive, it's not supportive. You need to come up with a strategy to counteract that. Cause you want that voice to be your fan, to be your biggest supporter, not sabotage you. Right. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's like train train
1: that that. voice, right? Train the
2: voice. Train the voice. So I talk about a few strategies to help get the voice to be on your side instead of working against you. Um, And I think that that's one of the most important factors in becoming a a really effective leader.
1: Mm -hmm. That is so important. So when you were interviewing uh, the various Mm -hmm. contributors to your book, uh, Molly, so you found that a lot of people went through that process of having to deal with the voice, yeah. so to speak.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. In
2: fact, one of the women I interviewed, it's a woman named Elle Brown, and she's an amazing woman. She's, she founded a company called Kinder Jam, mm. um, which is a preschool educational program for little kids. And she has a son with autism and mm. um, she understands the power of the voice. And so from the time her son was little, she started you know, talking to him about it, about developing mantras and developing, um, just things to tell himself to support him and then role-playing scenarios with him so that he would know how to behave socially in certain situations. And she talks about, you know, growing up that her voice, um, was very critical because that's what she heard in her family. And, um, but then, when she decided she was going to get out of that that environment, go to college, be the first person in her school to go to college, in her family to go to college, um, her fa- her parents, and her grandparents were like, "College? What on earth do you need to do that for?" Mm-hmm. And she realized that she had to retrain the voice in her head because it was repeating all that same stuff, and she would never right. get anywhere if she just let it continue.
1: Right. right. Those patterns. Yeah. That is so interesting. Because as soon as you become aware of that, right, then you start hearing it, and then you can kind of work with mm-hmm. it, right? Um, right? So I guess that's the first thing is like becoming aware that there is this voice. And that's such an important message that you have. And what, what I've noticed in, in 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 the journey, and even when I'm coaching is that once you notice that voice, and then once you train it, then anything that kind of tries to bring you back to where you were, it like, you notice it right away, right? Would yeah. you say? Would, right. would you say? Yeah, so absolutely. So it's an important part of, of the process. Now, Mm -hmm. when, when you look ahead, uh, you know, having worked with so many women leaders, having been, you know, uh, amazingly high achieving woman leader yourself, what do you see as the top challenges that women leaders will face in the next three to five years? It's, it's interesting. Um,
2: you know, the, the women always have, have always had the same challenges Mm -hmm. and, you know, the environment has definitely gotten better over the last 20, 30 years for women in in the workforce Mm and professional situations. Um, But, you know, there's still that last bastion of old white guys who just want to promote and be surrounded with people who look and think like them. Um, So that's always going to be a challenge. I think it's, it's challenging for women in large corporations because so many women get fed up with those kind of conditions and leave and become entrepreneurs or yeah. um go start their own businesses or go work for smaller companies because the environment is much friendlier. And so there's still it's still going to be a long time before there's equality at the highest levels of the the big corporations, I think. Yeah. Um, and women are still going to struggle to reach those those positions. Yeah. But it's getting better, but it's slowly improving. And then the other t- big challenge is, you know, caregiving, the mm-hmm. brunt of caregiving yes. for children and for elderly parents yeah. falls on women, no matter how much talk is, a, it happens about, you know, men are doing more and they are, yeah, but, but they're still not doing half.
1: Right. Right. And, and what's, I mean, the, the, the pandemic period really highlighted that it really yeah. hit women harder uh, then the other segment, yeah. Women who are, who are working, Absolutely. uh, mothers of small children who are working, um, yep. you know, so all the
2: daycare centers that closed because the, of the pandemic yeah. and people didn't have childcare. So women had to quit their jobs in yeah. order to take care of their children.
1: Yeah.
2: Women who had parents who are immunocompromised or had other health issues and needed care and right. he'd get he'd find it. Right.
1: Right, and, yeah. and then that there's that whole struggle that as women we go through of making sure we take care of ourselves too in the midst of all this, which is Absolutely. hard, you know, setting up those it boundaries is. and holding those boundaries. Yeah, uh, makes total sense. Now, now I, I just like you get your your take on one thing that I've I've noticed uh, mm-hmm. again, and, and and I'm reflecting back on my own journey as well as um, women I, I've supported too is that, you know, as we find our voice, as we start to step into, so all along we're being encouraged. Oh, you gotta, you gotta own it. You know, you gotta step up, you gotta make your voice heard, et cetera. And then when you Mm -hmm. come through the other side, and this is, I think maybe one of the challenges we'll be dealing with is like, oh, now you're getting a little bit too loud. (laughs) You get your voices, (laughs) right? And it's like, oh, well now, you know, People who would have said in the past, you're you're not fully embracing it. You need to, you need to speak up, you need to assert yourself. And then once you start asserting yourself when you start to speak up and set those boundaries, now all of a sudden you're getting pushback. Yeah. So that that's kind of um, you know, so you got your voice trained, mm-hmm. but then your voice right. is running up against other voices. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced that or seen that? And sure. maybe we can talk about like what can we do about that, you know? Um, well, I think the people who are
2: pushing back are the people that it makes uncomfortable to have an outspoken woman who may be smarter than them. Um, so I think when you get the pushback, you just got to ignore it. You've got to decide for yourself is what I'm doing right. Is it helping people? Is it making the world a better place? And if yes, then ignore, ignore the detractors. And actually that's one of the chapters in the book is called don't take it personally.
1: Ah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the yeah. four agreements too, right? It's, it's right. This. Exactly. And that takes a lot of mindset work, creating that space between mm-hmm. like when somebody says something that's triggering and then we have to kind of, okay, yep. let me step back here before I have a reaction. Yep.
2: And, uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, if you get criticism, if you get, then, you know, listen to it, think about it, decide if it has merit or value. And if it doesn't let it go.
1: Right. And that is freeing in itself, right? Because you start to kind of mm-hmm. not let it get to us as much. And um, right. I'm finding that that's maybe the piece where we're, you know, when we're talking about comfort zone and how to cross that threshold beyond our comfort zone that might hold us back is worrying what others might think. So as soon as you stop taking yep. things personally, then you're going to cross that comfort zone threshold and you're going to go into uh, maybe uncharted, uncertain territory, and you're gonna be okay and, and being courageous enough to be vulnerable and not letting it tear us down.
0: Keep us exactly. small,
1: right? So I think exactly really great. So um you know what if you were to to kind of pick, you know, one two th- three pieces of advice that that you want to leave women with, based on your own experience, experience of the women that you interviewed, what would that be?
2: Mm. Um, I would say the first would be that even if you don't think you are, you are a leader.
1: Mm. Mm. You know, maybe you don't have a
2: title, or maybe you don't even maybe you don't have a job, but you're still a leader in your community, in your mm. family, in. Mm. Every environment that you're in, you are a leader and mm-hmm. you need to embrace that and mm-hmm. step up into it. Step up into
1: it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I imagine too, is like, you know, going through the process of defining what does leadership mean for me, right? Having that yeah. self-reflection and how do I show up and make decisions in my life and yep. empowering ourselves to understand that we have a huge influence over our outcomes, Uh, Once we realize that we're that leader. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's,
2: yeah. The one, one big piece of advice. Another one I think is, you know, another chapter in the book is called um, developing a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's so important um, for people to be continual lifelong learners, Mm. you know, to understand that. um, And there's a book called mindset by Carol Dweck that Mm -hmm. talks about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And fixed mindset, people think that I'm as smart as I'm ever going to be. I have the skills that I'm going to have, or it's all based on my born with talents. And that's, that's life. And the growth mindset people are the ones that said, I can learn anything I want to learn and I can always get better if I practice and things like that. And so I think it's really important for women, especially to have that growth mindset to um, want to learn new things and learn new activities or skills and just be constantly trying to better themselves and grow.
1: Right. And that makes life a lot more interesting to think that we don't have to stop learning. It could be lifelong. Right. right. And uh, Absolutely. And that
2: doesn't necessarily mean going back to yeah, school. It could be you know. anything. It could be a workshop. It could be a webinar. It could be, you know, just a group of friends that you just decide to go to an art museum and learn more about art or whatever it might be. But there's a great quote that I love from Harry Truman. And it goes, um, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. readers.
1: I love that quote. I love that. And it's so mm-hmm. true. And in, so in terms of the where to start, you know, to shift our mindset, like what are some practical mm-hmm. ways or tools that you would recommend?
2: I would say to pay attention to what you're thinking about. If you think, you know, if someone says, oh, let's go kayaking this weekend. And you say, oh, I don't know how to kayak. you know, well, that's the, that's a fixed mindset thinking. Right. But if you say, well, I've never kayaked before, but I'm interested in learning how that's a growth mindset thinking. So I think just kind of being aware, just, I think the first part of any of these things is, is being aware of them and paying attention to how you're thinking, what your mindset is and deciding consciously, if that's the way you want your mindset to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say, you know, if you realize that you do have a fixed mindset and you want to change to a growth mindset, try things, just pick something, you know, take a, take an art class, take, um, you know, download Duolingo and learn a new language or whatever it might be. Um, there's so many different things that you could learn about.
1: Right. So putting yourself out there basically and being open, Exactly. being open exactly. to trying new things. And I, mm-hmm. I imagine, um, what are your thoughts on perfectionism?
2: <laughs> uh, that's a hard one. Cause I, I am a bit of a perfectionist, but I'm not an overwhelming perfectionist. I think right. perfectionism, I think can be a real problem because a lot of people who are perfectionists never actually get anything finished because it's not perfect. So I think you have to be aware of your perfectionist tendencies and get to the point where you say, Oh, it's good enough.
1: Right, right, and and I find that that's why a lot of women hold back sometimes. You know, I, there were studies mm-hmm. years ago that were done um, on uh, you know how people decide whether or not to apply for a job. Right, and right. And women, you know, even one hundred ten percent ready, and you're still we're still doubting ourselves. Should I apply? Oh, I don't know yeah. if I've got everything, and you know, right. so being that perfectionist mindset, I'm not you know, I don't feel like I'm perfect. It's never perfect. So I'm not, I'm going to hold myself back. Whereas yeah. the men, the tendency was if they were 60% ready, then they're like, Hey, I'll go for it. <laughs> so right. I'll go for well, it. Not
2: just ready, but the women had to meet 100% of the qualification requirements for right. the job and the men, and before they would be comfortable applying. And then right? the men yeah. would apply if they only met like 40 or 50% yeah, of the qualification yeah. requirements. And so, it's, oh, why not? You know,
1: yeah, just I can learn it. the rest. Great. So, so let's not hold ourselves back and just like go for it, regardless of whether it's in our personal growth, trying new things or in our business and putting ourselves out there and then ignoring the detractors after doing self-reflection and and not taking anything personally. Um, So any, any last pieces of advice that you have or takeaways?
2: You know, just keep learning, keep growing and Step up into your leadership. That's step the, up
1: into your leadership. I love it. Yeah. So where where can people get a hold of you? And maybe some information how they can get a hold of your a copy of your book.
2: Well, the book is going to be available on all the online platforms: Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, wherever you buy books.
1: Yes. Master your mindset. Yes. Right.
2: How women leaders step up. Um, and then you can connect with me. Um, Mollygimmel.com is my website. To, and then follow me on the socials at Molly Gimmel, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Molly, M-O-L-L-Y-G-I-M-M-E-L.
1: Excellent. Yes. Well, it's been a real honor, Molly, to have you today. I can't wait to get my hands on your book and uh, to to share that message uh, uh, with with all our community. So thank you so much.
2: Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed our conversation.
0: A big thank you to our Little Talk listeners for tuning into today's show. Please share with friends and colleagues who care about leadership and what is happening in our workplaces. If you'd like to keep this conversation going, please go to LightYourLeadership.com to book a discovery call. While you're there, be sure to grab your copy of Light a Fire in Their Hearts, The Truth About Leadership. We wish you an excellent rest of the week. And until next time, remember to light your leadership because building authentic business relationships will help you to love your life as a leader.